The influential protagonist. Young adult fiction is not a simple structure, nor a wide title for many different forms of novels that has a young protagonist in charge and changing their own destiny. These novels can range from dystopian novels such as The Hunger Games, to murder mysteries, to love stories, and so on and so on. These stories tend to have very simple storylines, but they tend to also speak volumes to young adults about their lives and their journeys over the next few months. Throughout this semester while studying young adult fiction, many ideas caught my attention through this study. However, the main one that caught my attention throughout the close study of variety of young adult fictions this semester was what was behind the stories. The, the way the protagonist can be anyone and can be relatable to so many different people for so many different reasons. An example would be Christopher in The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night by Mark Haddon. The protagonist is a young male who has to overcome his own invisible barriers courtesy of his Asperger's syndrome. These barriers vary from having a terrible day because he's seen three yellow cars on his way to school or having a good day because he's seen red cars instead. Throughout the novel, Chris learns to be more independent and finds himself through the journey of the novel. It changes his life and it allows him to go to college. However, it is important to state that although this protagonist has Asperger's syndrome, he only represents himself as the very person in which he is, as Asperger's syndrome varies from person to person. Dancing with Autism, The Curious Incident of the Dog of the Night and Bellslam by Petra Kapitas explains those who have little understanding of what Asperger's is think this book is a great representation of all Asperger's sufferers. However, those with Asperger's and other forms of autism are almost insulted by the attempt to place them in a simple box. Cuppers goes on to explain that Eric Chen, a writer who has autism and has made a career out of writing poems and other items explaining his autism to others, had rewrites for the book that made the book more relatable to his experience and what he feels would have been more of a representation of someone with autism. So having a protagonist who expresses a basic understanding of life as Asperger's, can that affect the perceptions of a person Can this leave them with more questions or can this create understanding? If I look at a different text with a different protagonist, will will I have the same questions or will I have different questions? This is why I moved on to look at the novel by Robert Cormer, which is called The Chocolate War, which has a male protagonist with male-orientated other aspects. The novel is mostly about masculinity, so is it a good representation of masculinity or a bad one? It shows a male-dominated school and masculinity being used to overpower those of those lesser than the leader. Can texts that have an exaggerated masculinity create and shape how someone thinks a male should act? Is this going to be good or bad? And can this really affect how a young person, male and or female, sees themselves? According to Good, the Bad and the Ugly, a quantitative study of how young adult fiction affects identity construction by Cole Ash and Nasquara states that it's not yet known the impact that young adult fiction has on readers themselves. They did a case study on young female readers who 
were asked a series of questions about tough heroines that appear throughout young adult novels and whether these representations affected them or not. There are two main factors as to why this topic interests me. The first being I'm an avid young adult fiction reader myself. Being in my 20s now, I still love to read young adult fiction. It's my go-to when I need to pick me up after a stressful uni year. But quite frankly, I remember when I was younger and I remember reading these books with strong female heroines such as Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Games trilogy or any other young heroine such as Rose Hathaway who is a vampire-slaying, strong woman who doesn't take crap from no one. Quite frankly, I remember thinking to myself, damn, I wish I was that strong or I wish I had a voice like that. And it made me want to change who I was and what it made me want to be stronger. The second and the most important reason is because I'm currently studying to become an English teacher and I will have to teach young adults novels. And I want to know if my novel choices can affect how my students feel about themselves. I want to know what impact having a strong female heroine or a male protagonist could possibly affect, have on my students within my classroom. I want to know if I choose a novel that's going to make my girls stand up for themselves and be strong, independent women, am I going to make the right choice? My methodology is the effect a relatable protagonist can have on a person's mind, body and spirit. If these novels can change a student's way of life and give them aspirations towards their futures. I think I need to shrink down and be more specific with what I actually mean, which I need to work on and try to form a proper actual methodology question. I want to transform it into more of a conversation that says books with really strong male and female leads can teach our children how and why this is possible, which is becoming more important these days as students are struggling so much with mental health. As well as this, I'm aware that I have lots of gaps. I need to include more examples of maybe female protagonists as well as a more clear male protagonist, perhaps one that's less masculinity based. Love, Simon would be a good example. As well as not being 100% clear with what I'm trying to say. I need to study more case studies about the impacts of young adult fiction having on children. The one case study I have looked at gave me some very interesting results, which varied from student to student. As well as I need to read up other research conducted on the same topic. There are quite a few articles out there. I just need to read them and buckle down and really work out how and why this affects students. However, young fiction is still so popular. And if these books can make a change to the world, then why would we not want, want to have this in the classroom? I'd just like to say a special thanks to my texts that I've mentioned throughout this um, podcast. They will be included in the word part of the podcast. This is Brooke signing off for another week. Have a great week, guys. Bye.